Hi, welcome to episode 44 of Talk About the Passion. I'm your host, Christian Campagna, and today I'm joined by one of the regulars on this podcast, Brian Smith. This episode is titled Get on the Mic, and it's a discussion of the band The Beastie Boys. Brian and I are both longtime fans, and like the episode we did with Guy Weatherby about Rush, this was a good chance to nerd out over this important band in our musical histories. Their place in underground music, popular music, and popular culture can't be understated. Unlike the Rush one, in this episode we pretty much go through their entire catalog rather than pick like our top five favorite songs. Um, this is a pretty loose conversation about a band we both truly love and have spent a, a lot of time listening to and thinking about, so it's always fun to get together with someone else with the same passion for an artist. Uh, you may hear some cigarette lighter clicks and tapping of uh, things around the recording, which may or may not have to do with some of the meandering that starts happening around Hello Nasty, the Five Burrows, and that, that era. But I think we keep the discussion on track most of the time here. Brian is also one of the funniest guys I know, so it's always a blast hanging with him and talking to him. So uh, I, th- I think you'll get a kick out of this, especially if you're a fan of the band. A couple more things. I'm on social media. Facebook and Instagram are my main outlets. Search Talk About the Passion podcast, and you should be able to find me there. I keep those up to date as much as possible, and I'm always posting uh, around when a new episode happens, so you can uh, keep up to date there. You can listen to this podcast on all of the cool places you listen to podcasts, Podbean, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, even YouTube at this point. If you or someone you love has mesothelioma, call the... Oh, wait a minute. Uh, If you or someone you know would like to be on this podcast, send me a message on one of those social media spots, and we will set something up. Okay, so here's episode 44, Get on the Mic with Brian Smith and myself. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Talk About the Passion. I'm here today with uh, Brian Smith. Hello. And uh, we're going to talk about the Beastie Boys today, uh, who we're both yeah. uh, huge fans of. And, uh, you know, let's, uh, let's get into this. So let's do it. When did you first hear the Beastie Boys? Uh, same as uh, almost everybody, I guess. License to Ill. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know. Living out here in the sticks, yeah. no idea about punk rock or about the Beasties being a punk band. Mm-hmm. I heard, you know, Fight for Your Right to Party or whatever first thing that I ever heard for sure. Yeah. And was it the record? Or the, did you it would have been, um, I think that record was so big. Yeah. I'm sure, 100% positive, I heard that whatever the the hit songs on it or whatever were on the radio. Right. Just at the beach or whatever. Right. And, um, but, you know, that was enough to make me go buy the album and i think my first copy of it was a tape for sure yeah uh, cassette yeah yeah same here yep and so had you heard any hip-hop music at that point which i, I think for um, at least people you like know me, only I, only stuff that that you would hear like out here in the in the boondocks of like new england like yeah. um if it was a big enough thing that it ever was on a TV thing or anything, which of course hip hop wasn't that right. back then, yeah. but you know, like the Sugar Hill Gang, yeah. and stuff like that, probably yeah. But yeah. I didn't really know, um, and I had heard about it, yeah. what hip hop was and stuff. Right, but right. yeah, I was definitely not yeah. familiar with it. No. And I think we, at least for me, we called it, it was rap music too. Yeah, yeah, like, we just called it rap back yeah, then, yeah. I guess. And um, 
Although, for sure, um, some people I know definitely were down with um, probably, you know, like Run DMC yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I was aware of it, but yeah. I wasn't deeply into it. Yeah. I mean, I would have to credit the Beastie Boys with that, for yeah. sure. Like, yeah. one, I'm going to dig deeper into this as yeah. we show them. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was into Run DMC, LL Cool J yeah, in yeah. high school. And then the Beastie Boys came along. And, you know, I loved Run the MC and LL Cool J. Yep. UTFO, stuff oh, like awesome. that. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but I didn't, obviously couldn't relate to it as much as, you know. Yeah, like, well, right. Just because of where I was from. And uh, so when the Beastie Boys came along, you know, they were white rappers. But the fact that, you know, they were playing shows with Run the MC and, you know. Yeah, and, it was. Um, Def Jam was putting their music out. It was, you know, okay. Yeah, I remember at the time, um, the other thing is here in uh, this town that we that I live in, we have a, um, still to this day, we have a very active uh, roller rink Yeah. right up the street here called Roller Kingdom. And, um, you know, of course, Run DMC and all that stuff would be getting, so that's what I mean is like I knew about it and I had heard some of that stuff around school a little yeah. bit, but I didn't really know what it was, right, right. you know, and... Um, I found out after the the Beastie Boys, though, of course, I went digging. Yeah, like, yeah. But I think at the time, it didn't occur to me, I don't remember it occurring to me that they were white dudes making rap. Right. Like, I probably wasn't even familiar enough with rap to know that it was almost specifically a black thing. Yeah. It was just a genre to me, yeah. music, you know. And I, and I always, uh, and still even now, confuse sort of the early timeline because there was so many different levels of it, like pre- Licensed ill, there was the uh, Cookie Puss twelve inch, which my brother right. had, yeah. which was just kind of like a fun song. It wasn't necessarily yeah, yeah. A rap I think song. it's on this, right? <clears throat> and then uh, there was the punk stuff, the Young and the Useless, which was you know their their early name. And then they had that She's on it twelve inch. Oh, she's on it. Yeah, that was which cool. I think used. Um, no, no, I'm thinking there was another twelve inch that that we had called Rock Hard. Which used uh, used uh, sampled back in black by ACDC. Oh, and amazing! Uh, so there was all that, and then because that know, was yeah, th this was all obviously too before you had to pay money. People just yeah. literally stole samples. Yeah, yeah, and then licensed ill came out, and uh, it just seemed like uh, you know all that other stuff was leading up to that but it didn't it didn't right. in my head now it makes sense when I think about it like where yeah where the and then just their lyrics like you know we were talking about earlier in the car like oh yeah how for for people like us the references were yeah I I think one of the first things I loved about it was um at that point you know that I found out about that I had already been deeply um deeply deeply like obsessed with like prog music progressive music by then and and jazz and stuff as a kid yeah and one of the elements although i guess the beastie boys in some ways could be called really progressive yeah uh, as far as you know where they went with different things but oh, yeah. i don't think they considered themselves a prog band right but one of the things that instantly hooked me about the beastie boys was that like so many prog records the songs all told stories right yeah and so after the song, it wasn't so much like that part in the song. It was more like this character that you now, almost like you would talk to your friends about it and talk about the characters in the song, even though it was really just the Beastie Boys. Right. You know, it was the character that, that MCA played yeah. in the song that was what you were talking about. Yeah. Was, I don't know. So I always thought that part of it was 
you know, you kind of went to school. High, you saw what their day in high school was yeah. like and what it was like to ride the, the train yeah. with them. And yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was awesome. And what it was they were like, watching on TV. And yeah, and, and interestingly enough, unlike prog music or any of anything else I ever listened to, it was totally legitimately just about what I was doing yeah. with my friends. It yeah, was... Yeah. It wasn't about being rock stars or being famous or having right. a better car or any. It wasn't about anything. They they were just me. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, in '86, 1986 was also around when you were getting into Rush. Or, you know, that been was I had already been yeah. in Rush since yeah, like a few years. One, yeah. two, yeah. yeah. So, um, so in rock music, so. You probably, I think you're saying you heard Fight for Your Right to Party. And Absolutely, then, yeah. So this record then comes out, and you get this record. Do you recognize that, the, the Led Zeppelin drum beat? Absolutely, right off the, oh okay. yeah, of course. So you, yeah. Well, that right? was, yeah, and that was another thing immediately mm -hmm. was the, any hip-hop, or at the time, like you said, just we called it rap, yeah. um, that I was familiar with, Yeah. almost exclusively used... Um, like the grooves and stuff were, were more from like uh, R and B and soul yeah. music, disco sometimes, or just um, funk, right? Yeah. Was Parliament and all that. Mm -hmm. This was a different thing to me because these guys were almost more like a punk band to me, even though I didn't know they used to be a punk band. Right. Because they were making that music, but they were using fucking metal samples yeah. and having Kerry King play the right. solo on yeah, it. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it was um, tied partially in that way too. I had already by that point I was into Slayer. Yeah. So that was a tie. Yeah, it all ties thing. in, right? It's pretty, yeah. Yeah, which is interesting. And uh, I remember immediately at the time that all the metalhead dudes I hung out with immediately yeah. adopted it. There wasn't yeah, any yeah. of the stigma thing with people think like a lot of metalheads are closed-minded. Yeah. Immediately everybody was like, oh, this record's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny when you, when you think back to, you know, people credit Anthrax and Public Enemy with being the first, you know, crossover Oh right, thing. true. Yeah, uh, but they they also did a thing with UTFO actually. A, a, a really, twelve inch called Lethal. I didn't a song know that. No. Anthrax and it's not very good. <laughs> it's like a rap song and then. And and to be sure, at least for my money, the Anthrax Public Enemy thing yeah. is awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, it's it. so yeah. good. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. I think Anthrax was the first me metal band. I think metal heads yeah. fans were were already realized. I think the same thing too. Um, I believe with like punk music, mm -hmm. everyone I know that came up as a metalhead or a punk rocker yeah. also immediately started to latch onto rap as soon as yeah, they yeah. heard about yeah, it. Of course. And yeah. and to me, rap is basically like that's what it was was a form of punk. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but for sure, I think Anthrax was got to be the first band that publicly made an yeah. effort to be like, let's mix these things yeah. together. Yeah. But I think the Beastie Boys and yeah, they had even Run DMC and stuff had yeah. done it. Yeah. Before, yeah, yeah, um, and that was what appealed to me too was the idea of being a person that was never allegiance to a scene. Yeah, these guys obviously had no allegiance to anything. They were rappers, but they were also fucking metalheads. But yeah, they yeah. were also had a reggae legs. Yeah, yeah I was like, yeah. oh, this is for me. Right. It's, it's got, <laughs> you know, I mean, they put it this way: there's not too many times you pick up a record that's like that punk rock and start finding jazz references yeah. on it. Right, it was right. like. That was another thing that is as filthy as the first record is. By the first record, I mean License to Ill. Yeah. Um, as filthy and sometimes misogynistic and all those terrible things people bring up about it sometimes. It's amazing how... Um, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think? It's very... It's in its own way. Musically, it's very sophisticated. Yeah, yeah. There's mm -hmm. a lot of shit going on yeah. there that 
I don't think anybody saw it coming. I mean, yeah. even now, as far as they push the envelope, I bet you if we put this record on right now, there'll be moments in it we still can't believe. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they pushed that boundary from the beginning, and yeah. I loved it because my record collection has always been like that. Yeah, I yeah. love everything. Yeah, and so did they. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let's go. Let's go through it a little. Like, so right. so rhyming and, and stealing is yes. the first song. That it's and it's a slow. It's based on the the, the drum beat from. Uh, the, the battle of, no uh, uh, when the levee breaks when the levee breaks by Led Zeppelin yeah and it's and just like in that cut yeah it's it's monstrous yeah yeah it's huge it's like a, and you, um, you're not expecting that from if you you know heard fight for your right and this is the song you hear as right. like a 16 year old kid that's already been listening to Led Zeppelin for 10 years or, or whatever oh yeah absolutely it was just it's so big and it's so massive and um I think one of the things that really appeals to me about it too is that, um, you know, later there became the tough guy rap thing. Yeah, yeah. The what they like goatee metal right. rap, you know, thing. Yeah. And uh, the Beastie Boys never made any, even a rudimentary attempt, <laughs> through their vocals or their attitudes to be tough guys. Right. But they rapped all over the heaviest, scariest yeah, music right. ever, and yeah. they sometimes even sound like they sound like little kids. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it makes it's really that riff is so giant yeah. that that drum riff. Yeah, yeah. And then these squeaky kids come right. on rapping about piracy, yeah. and it's yeah. just it's magical. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. yeah, there's all these pirate metaphors, <laughs> and, 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 and then they're you know they're saying they're the right you know the illinist b boy. Right. Uh, I am most ill. Yeah, yeah. And I'm and and the fact that they also one thing that always makes me laugh in that song is that they've decided that along with um raping and plundering and sailing the seas, pirates also rhyme. Right. And they have routines. And, yeah, and yeah. rhyming and having a routine, yeah. they do that and they plunder. Right. Like oh, what? Oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They inserted themselves right into that culture like yeah. Pirates would be down with this. Yeah. 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 So the next song, the, the new style, Ugh. starts with... Uh, Four and three and two and one. Yeah. Wow. And, yeah. And, and that's one of the first ones, too, where you hear, like us, we were talking about earlier, too, before, how, how good they are at finishing each other's sentences. Oh, yeah. It's, how, in, it's um, you almost, like, can't believe it's real. Like, yeah. There's no way. Did you edit? How do you edit that together <laughs> and they just do it? Yeah. yeah. Magic. Yeah. That, and that's a great... Yeah. Yeah. And then Example. she's crafty's right after that, which is which another. Which I also think is a classic. Yeah. Um, and then Posse and Effect is one of my uh, favorite. That's just like a, it's just a beat. Uh, yeah, it's mm. one of my favorites for sure across yeah. the board. Yeah. Um, I have the T-shirt. T- yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. A classic. And then Slow Ride. That's the one that that uses uh, 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 tequila. Yep. Right? That's amazing too. Girls, which is that's a good song still. Yeah, it's, it's a that it's silly, a uh, um, it's a fun song. Yeah, you know yeah. that's a yeah. And then fight for your right, which, which is and that was one of those for years. I would I would keep it off Beastie Boys playlists, but then listening to it um, in the context of the album, it fits. You in know there. what's and crazy about it? It's one of those songs that, as big of a fan as I am, I'm a huge fan. It got to a point where I was over it. Like, yeah. not I never thought it was a terrible song. Yeah, I just didn't really need to hear it for yeah. a while. But nowadays, it's the jam again. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. If it comes on uh, somebody's satellite radio in the car, I yeah. absolutely am like yeah, fifteen. Like, yeah, do it. You know, There's a lot of those songs for me, like uh, with Led, like with Zeppelin. 
you know, they're one of my favorite bands, but Cashmere, I just, I oh, never, yeah, I don't really need to hear that song again. Yeah, I, I've got a bunch of them um, as well. Um, with the Beastie Boys, I don't know if I have any. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't know if we come across yeah, one, I'll yeah. mention it, but I don't, so, I don't know. So looking at this, we have the CD in front of us right here, and the way it's, it's put out, laid out here. I can't remember if it if it is like this where it ends on the LP, the fight, right? Like or the tape. I had the I tape. Don't, yeah, I don't remember <coughs> either, and I don't have an LP copy of it. Because if it does, because right if it did, that, that's pretty cool. Because it's fight for your right, and then it's followed by no sleep till Brooklyn, which again brings us back to like metal, and it's oh yeah, Kerry um, King on there. No sleep till Brooklyn. I mean, uh, and that was a thing. It was um, being again a metalhead at the time, deeply yeah. involved in that. Um, just to have this rap album come out by these three squinky kind of Jewish kids rapping over John Bonham beats and to have the lyrics never ever false yeah. metal yeah. and be like I buy it 100% these dudes are not false this, yeah. is, not, this is totally metal yeah yeah, awesome and, and they're saying that in 1986 yeah and that and to me that's a song that I think for a lot of people might be a played out one yeah no yeah. sleep till yeah, Brooklyn yeah. no, I think it's a stone cold classic yeah. I could listen to it right now yeah this awesome. for a while for a long time I didn't li I wouldn't listen to this record I just for whatever reason because it was just so different than everything else yeah but in the last I, I remember few years, one thing about this record that be, ended up being a big deal for me was um towards the end not so much it became normal again yeah. but there was a big period in there where it was exceptional to hear anything from it live yeah, yeah oh yeah yeah and you'd be at some show where they were just going to play around it and try yeah. to pretend like yeah. we never made that <laughs> and then all of a sudden they brass monkey would come on or something yeah. and you'd lose your fucking cool like yeah, to yeah. have them do it live yeah. um yeah yeah so that I, it, it's a classic, classic yeah. record. I mean, what are you going to say about it? It's a moving pictures record for yeah, sure. It's yeah. perfect. Paul yeah. Revere. Yeah. I mean, and that has some of the. the that's like, <laughs> like who doesn't love that? Telling, I telling mean, a story. Oh, a huge story. And again, you know, these kids are gangsters. <laughs> right. They're shooting up this town for some reason. <laughs> right. All of a sudden, it's gun smoke. Right. Right. Yeah. Like it's a western now. Right. <laughs> and again, you know, I love that. Most of the rap I would hear from um, anybody else, Run DMC, yeah. whatever other stuff people were turning me on to back then. Like, um, oh, hey, I had some friends that were into, um, even back then, that were into Bismarck Key, oh, that yeah. early stuff with DJ Swan and all that, yeah. uh, which is awesome too, mm -hmm. um, by the way. The Beastie Boys were the first, all of those records were always about living in blank, whatever city, right, yeah. New York or Los yeah. Angeles, or I'm yeah. from Glendale, Queens or Glendale, or whatever, right. right. The Beastie Boys did, of course, of course they had the songs that were specifically New York, Yeah. but they were also in the Old West right. and yeah. Under the Sea right. and in Outer Space. I was like, they had yeah. no limit on... Oh, these got to be songs about the street. Oh, they've got to right. be songs about this. Yeah. You know, Mike D be like, "Yo, what if we make a song about pork chops?" And they're right. like, "Well, let's see what happens." Yeah. You know, and so I always loved that too. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then when you and really when you think of this record too, though, this is definitely a New York record where. Oh, without where, that's what I mean is yet yeah. somehow. And you know what? As a kid, this sounds probably a little maybe like melodramatic or cheesy or something, but as a kid, uh, being into music and art and stuff. You think that that's what New York is. Right. New yeah. York is everything. It's yeah. it's everything is in New York, and it's cool that it is. Right. Yeah. It's not like some other places where 
I don't know, like things, the, the lines between cultures or whatever are in New York or in your brain as a kid, they're so blurred that yeah. there is a probably a corral and right. a Western happening over there <laughs> and over here is. So, yeah, it's somehow strangely completely New York yeah, at the same yeah. time as it's all those other things, yeah. And, it, and that that's definitely shown in the next song, Hold It Now, Hit It, especially <laughs> the video yeah. of them like skating and, and the, the alley. And the police whistle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah amazing, yeah. And that's just like a classic, perfect hip hop song. Like it's oh, absolutely, just, yeah, totally. Um, if if you you you, I think you could use that song as an illustration to somebody who wants to know what hip hop is. Yeah, you can play that song, and that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I think definitely. the Beastie Boys have a number of those. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and definitely, they blurred the lines. It's not right. straight hip hop all the time. Yeah. But there's a few of those. That's one of them. Yeah. Um, Root Down is another one. Yeah. That, oh, that yeah, is definitely. what hip-hop is. Yeah. That's what it is yeah. right there. Yep. Uh, and then... Brass Monkey. Which uh, is kinda, it's kind of like girls almost, but it, I mean, it's... it's And you know what's crazy thing. is um, I always liked it. I yeah. was never huge on it until they put out um, Fucking Awesome, I Shot That Shit. Oh, uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And the live video of it there yeah. is so engaging. Yeah. That in later years now, it's become such a stone-cold classic to me. I can't get over yeah. how amazing yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every Beastie Boys song has at least multiple, multiple times where all three of them will make me laugh yeah. out loud. Yeah, yeah. And that song, there's a bunch of them in there. I mean, I got a castle in Brooklyn. That's where I dwell. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I mean, um, that's yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, slow and low. That's yeah. And now that's the Run DMC song, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's, oh, that's as and this is kind of embarrassing. I just found that out like a year ago that that was a oh, really a to, yeah yeah or a year or two ago. I what's think. the um, what's the movie? The Run DMC movie, the Beastie Boys are tougher than tougher leather. Tougher than leather, yeah. Yeah, I think. Do they mention it in there? Maybe, not sure. I don't remember when I found out, but I certainly didn't know at this yeah. time. It was yeah, much, yeah. much, much, much later. Yeah. But and I've since heard you know Run DMC do it yeah. also, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um. And I kind of want to say about it is um, the fucking Run DMC song. Yeah. How bad could it be? Yeah. Of course, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, exactly. yeah it's amazing. Because those yeah. guys are yeah. equally to me as amazing oh, yeah, as the Beastie course. Boys. You yeah. know, they're, they're ludicrous how amazing yeah. they were. And then we end with uh, Time to Get Ill. Which is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah time. Again, I, uh, I believe I said it earlier today at some point. Oh, you're wearing the Adidas Campus sneakers, and my wife said, those are sick. And I said, oh, look, and they're yellow and green. It's time to get ill. Yep. So I, earlier today, before we even knew we were doing a Beastie Boys thing, I, know, I right? was making Beastie Boys references. Exactly. Yeah. That's funny. So now, a few years later, uh, Paul's Boutique comes out. Right. And we So we had like three years to soak this record in, which is kind of funny, and, and there's been a lot of talk about this record and obviously absolutely now you know considered their best record which is yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i would say that it's their um uh, considered like the masterpiece yeah yeah, yeah. yeah the, the one you know yeah which um i won't say is not Man, you know, I probably I would not say that it isn't true, right. but I would say that there are times where the other records are that record for me are the better. Re- not, I won't say better. That's right. a loaded word, but hmm? was that a record? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, but you know what I mean? I do love the record. Yeah. I love it all the way through from beginning to end. It's yeah. actually kind of just like one long song to yeah. me. Yeah. Um, if the song, if any song from this is played out of context, yeah. as soon as it's over, I immediately start the, the next song yeah. in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so what did you so when you first heard this record, what did you I, I, I was so blown away by the fact that it wasn't anything like the first one yeah. in any regard yeah. that that of course it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but at the time I almost couldn't you know what uh, it sounded like a record from the future to me. Yeah, yeah. Like a record that even though I was listening to it, it hadn't happened yet or something. Yeah. Very weird. And it still kind of feels weird to me. Yeah. There's something weird about it. Yeah. Um, which Nothing had sounded like this at record. all. Not even close. I couldn't yeah. even. Uh, the idea of using the samples in that fashion, like not, not the uh, to use drop a sample in something, but the idea that the entire song is made out of samples, right? Yeah, was mind-boggling to yeah. me. Mind-blowing. Uh, kind of in in the same way, like I feel like when I first heard something like Kraftwerk, where. Yeah. Like a whole fucking record with computers. Uh, like right. that's how I felt about this. Like yeah. you know, a whole record of yeah. That to this day, on occasion, in the right um, setting, in the right whatever, I will hear shit on it yeah. that I did not know was on there. Yeah, crazy. The record's nuts. Yeah, yeah. And the way so when the way this record starts is sort of this faded All in, girls, sort of stony, ladies, like thing. Yeah, and you almost wonder mm -hmm. if. It's like a nod. I always thought it was sort of like a nod to where they were f coming from before, the, the old Beastie Boys. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden it just punches you in the face with <laughs> shake your rump with the, <laughs> that drum roll that comes yeah. in. Yeah. Um, this one is where the um, the finishing each other's sentences in the middle of, with with absolutely no regard for anything that would make sense in terms of even if you tried to plan it, okay, you should take over here. Right. No, he's going to take over there. Yeah. It is so mind-boggling that it's still impossible to um, rectify it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, except to say that having seen them do it live, yeah. you, you, like they can do that, but... While jumping around and running around. Running yeah. around, doing flipping, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. And not being yeah. able to, like, and monitors and, yeah, think about that, like... Oh yeah, doing that live. With, that live know, one from on you ever see that live that whole show from Scotland with the round stage oh, yeah, in the yeah. middle of the arena. Yeah, and it's literally. I was watching it one night, going, "They don't stop at all." Like <laughs> that's that's dizzy. basically yeah. CrossFit for two hours. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, running around <clears throat> this giant stage so everybody gets to see what's yeah, and playing an instrumental set. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah. What a band, right? See, we're already we're on yeah. record two, and I'm already gonna light my head on fire. Um, Johnny Rael. Oh, he's the bum on my stoop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that that one is top top three rhyme for this record. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. And that's saying a lot. There's a lot of sick sick stuff on this record, and that again with the character right. and the story, yeah, and yeah. you felt like. You knew this. It never occurred to me that this was fake. Like, yeah. in my mind, listening to this, these dudes absolutely know this dude. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I don't even know if that's true to this day. Right. It might be fictitious, but yeah, yeah awesome. And then uh, Eggman. Again. And that one uses, uh, what did that use for uh, uh, Curtis Mayfield? Uh, is that the Eagles? No, no, that's uh, High Plains Drifter. Oh, that is High Plains Drifter. Uh, um, this one uses uh, the Curtis Mayfield. I'm your pusher. Oh, yeah, yep. Uh, Again, with the um, 
that one's got some nutty parts at the end where they're basically literally each doing a word out of yeah, a sentence in yeah. rapid succession and um and it's and this is you know they're living in LA at this at this point right. where they recorded this but this definitely has like a a New York I mean this is a, a a New York record. It's almost like uh, the next one is the first one that feels like California. Yeah, yeah. It's this one like, still feels very, well, you know. And this is gonna sound pretentious, but uh, you know, Steely Dan went to L.A. and made Asia. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like a New York record to me. Absolutely. And, Agreed. Uh, yep. So same with these guys. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, but the, the Eggman just. It just it goes to show you. back to their old. It goes to show you too how strong it is. I guess I, I'm not one myself. I'm not trying to claim, but yeah. to be a New Yorker because if there's a city that could knock your old city out of you, yeah, it would probably be something as crazy as Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. And these guys went into the heart of that city yeah. and said, "No, now it's New York for the, <laughs> at least for this long." Oh yeah, and yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, Eggman is a total classic that can't be fronted on at yeah. all. Awesome. And then High Plains Drifter. That might be one of my top three songs easily one of my top three quite very easily could be the number one song yeah. for me it's a masterpiece yeah. to me and um, that's the one that uses uh, those shoes by the eagles yeah the drum yep. beat um to to better effect than the eagles I yeah add. But <laughs> yeah that's another yeah. story for another time yeah. um yeah probably uh, definitely a top three maybe the one uh all day long no yeah problem. definitely i don't know that i ever ever in my life have made a beastie boys comp that doesn't happen on it yeah I couldn't say that. That would, would be the case. Uh, the Sounds of Science, that one awesome. sort of harkens back to like the Hold It Now, Hit It, yep. uh, the new style. Yeah, that, that sort of um, it's kind of the one one of the few spots on this record where they're smarmy enough that it reminds me of the first record. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it is those guys. Yeah, okay. yeah, definitely. Yeah, but it's a great one, for yeah. sure. Uh, three Minute Rule, that's the... Uh, Fantastic. Yeah. Um, the Sounds of Science, too, I wanted to point out, it might be the first notion of it i'm not sure but um i mean science being a thing as far as a terminology in hip-hop yeah but also the beastie boys peculiar fascination with not just the the idea of science as the dropping of the rhyme mm -hmm. but like of science of yeah, like yeah. test tubes and yeah, bubbling yeah. things and beakers right. and yeah. lab coats whatever yeah. so that that yeah, is definitely. another thing too yeah yeah and then uh hey ladies oh awesome which uses uh a bunch of stuff. I think it uses that more. Oh, uh, uh, man, that's got... Um... See, that's the thing about this record is even <laughs> at this point, counting and calibrating... I, there is a guy somewhere, I've seen the thing that has put together the list of yeah, every single samples. sample, and yeah. it's maddening. Yeah. But um, that one was one of the first ones where, um, for whatever reason, I don't know why, I think I may have, the first time I ever heard it, was in the video. Yeah, yeah. Was that was that like a video that came out like right at the beginning? Was that a single? Yeah, yeah, that was the... Okay, the, so the, the that disc. may have that been my been first single. taste of the record. Yeah. Was yeah, seeing the single been. and going, oh my God, this yeah. record's coming out next week or whatever, you know? Yeah, and it was like a takeoff on Saturday Night Fever, I think. Yeah, and it's just yeah, awesome, great song. And then uh, Five Piece Chicken Dinner, which oh. is just that... <laughs> Get the hell away from that thing! <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's amazing. Again... Maybe the first, oh no, no, from the first record, right, with Paul Revere and all that, yeah. we're touching on the Western. Yeah, yeah, yep. You know? Uh, and then we go into uh, Looking Down the Barrel of a Gun. One of my the, favorites, too. That's a top yeah. three for me, for sure. And that harkens back to the sort of metal Man. and punk influence. Yep. 
and that the way that's looped yeah oh yeah and that was a cool video i think that's the video that all the just skate footage of skate yep. yeah 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 um car thief awesome that's actually one of my favorites yeah well. again kind of like those laid back yeah, Sounds see, like now we're getting at the point where I want to say that's a top three, but yeah. then I'm at three, and yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not done yet. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but boy, that's an amazing one, too. Yeah. 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 Uh, what Comes Around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, again, back a little taste of the first yeah. record. Yeah, maybe. it's a little silly almost. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Shadrach comes after that. Awesome. Which is just... Uh, just, uh, again, oof, could be the one. Yeah. For this record, yeah, 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 it could be. It's um, the 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 idea of 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 the Beastie Boys casting themselves as yeah. the three, yeah, yeah, biblical right. wise guys. <clears throat> they weren't technically the wise men, right? They were the <laughs> right, right. They they were there was the guys that um. They tell the Pharaoh that they can put you can put us in the furnace and the right, power right. of God won't allow yeah. us to burn. Yeah, yeah. And for them to cast themselves as those guys was amazing. Yeah, yeah. In the song, yeah. So, um, and and man, lyrically, what a sick, sick rhyme! Yeah, what a oh, great, yeah. great rhyme. Yeah, riddle me this. Um, um, equinox symmetry and the balance is right. Smoking and drinking. You like to just use equinox and symmetry in right. hip hop rhyme? Yeah, awesome, <laughs> classic, classic record. And then there's the Astro Janus little. Uh, oh my God! Thing. Which um, later reappears when the one of the answering machine messages they got when yeah. they put that on there oh, yeah, appears yeah. later on that record with that guy's bullshit because right. he thinks Paul <laughs> won't let him talk to the Beastie Boys. Right. And, yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's the suite at the end. Oh the yeah. B-boy which days. which is one of the, I mean this record is terrific if you put it on like shuffle yeah yeah and those definitely. things just pop up yeah yeah um yeah b-boy boya bass right yeah um yeah i mean i would have to argue that it's pretty damn close to perfect record yeah 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 there's nothing everything about it from the packaging the artwork yeah the, yeah there, was, there wasn't much info on it like i loved how the lyric sheet inside the the record in the vinyl is all typed without any um yeah there's no spaces or there's words. no spaces or 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 uh, punctuation or anything yeah. which means that you kind of have no choice if you want to find out what that one weird lyric is you right. just start at the beginning yeah, and follow yeah. it till you yeah, get you to it because you can't out. find it yeah which i think maybe contributed to why that record is one of those records to me that's if it goes on, the long, whole record's going on. Yeah, it's yeah. one long. It is like one long piece, and then they yeah. end it with one it's long. It's like a like a prog record in yeah, a way. Yeah. It's one giant story kind of, but yeah. the story isn't one story, but it right. feels like it. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Just a masterpiece for sure. Yeah, and you said you you hadn't seen them up to this point, and obviously no, they no, I had never seen them. They at didn't all. tour around uh, Paul's boutique like they they played a few no, shows yeah. after it came out. And, and and when they first were around with what it was Madonna, you know, yeah, and all that. Right. Yeah, no, no, I never got to see any of that. But yeah. um, I had seen them. They played uh, the Worcester Centrum. Yes, with. right. So and that was another thing where it because they had Public Enemy with them. And then they had oh, Murphy's Law. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, my God. Murphy's Law, too. That must have been so good. <laughs> so to see, like, a hardcore band. I Which totally sort of makes following. sense. Yeah, seeing, so seeing this hardcore band that I had seen. And the, and At some the of Worcester Central. Yeah, that must have been weird. Yeah. yeah. And some of the guys from Murphy's Law were in the Fight for Your Right party. Uh, oh, in video. the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So you knew they were, they were kind of hanging with those people. Yeah, and by this time, world. you know, I definitely, I had become such a, a fan at this point that I definitely was aware of the, Yeah. they used to be a hardcore band, and I had all those records yeah. and everything yeah. by that point. So, yeah. um, so I never got to see them back at that. Yeah. Which which I, on, honestly, I regret, you know, yeah. not being able to do that. But it's, you know, one of those things where... Um, I think at the time it was like all of my ticket money was definitely being spent on like Rush. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Um, and then, so now, yeah, they hadn't toured. You know, so I never really thought of them as like a live band at that point, you know, because I had seen them right, earlier. Right, yeah. And hip-hop live, you know, it began, it began as a live form of you Of know, course, art, yeah, and, and I'm sure that, um, I'm sure that, I thought it was weird that they went on tour with Madonna. Yeah. I don't think I saw that making yeah. any sense. Yeah. Um, but I kind of, yeah, I remember wondering, I wonder what it's like. Live. Yeah. Were yeah. They, yeah. They didn't play instruments. Right, do they? Right. Do they? Yeah. So um, that must have been awesome to see them with those bands in, yeah. in a room like that. Yeah. Must have been weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, so three years passes. Now it's 1992. Yeah. 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 Uh, and where were you at musically with, in 92, you think, listening to? Because it's funny, the Beastie Boys are a band that's just out there. They put out that one record in 86, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 89. They're one of those bands that have, no matter what I was, you know, um, I've been such a big fan over the years that no matter what else I was doing, when their yeah. record comes out, I'm into that yeah. too. So yeah. they've been there through all kinds of stuff. In the early 90s, I would say, um, definitely on a metal yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, metal and hardcore, I yeah, guess, yeah. probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, of course, like always, I'm sure I was listening to um, all kinds of stuff, whatever was crossing my path as far as I was always into whatever, jazz and yeah. classic. I didn't really, you know, still have an allegiance at that point. I had never been part of a scene. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. anything about that. I just yeah. liked music. Yeah. But 92, I'm going to want to say, you know, I was getting into um, going into Boston to see shows. Yeah. Uh, was really accessible, so I was starting to see hardcore bands. Yeah. And, and there were so many different genres and, and show, like oh shows. Oh, my God. We, we all, in the 90s. In the 90s, we were at a show literally we were spoiled every there. weekend, sometimes many, many weekends, yeah. one Sunday. Once Saturday, yeah. sometimes in one in, or a matinee on a Saturday, and they yeah. go see a, a big show at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, lots of shows. That's where I was. I was doing lots of that, and uh, trying to think of something specific that I was probably into at that time. And it's hard to pinpoint it to '92, but yeah. I want to say um, I know for a fact when this record dropped, yeah. whatever else I was doing was put on hold, yeah. and this yeah. became an obsession where yeah. it never left the tape player, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I remember, in fact, getting the um, the Pass the Mic single CD first. Yeah, it yeah. came out, I don't know, a month before the record or whatever, yeah. you know, like as a single, and yeah. I was obsessed with that, and yeah. that just stayed in the car. Yeah, I think yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah, the record came out in April of 92, so the record we're talking about now is the third record. Um, check Your Head. Check Your Head, yeah, which... And this is a summer record for me, and I think it, it yeah. makes sense. I just was looking to see, because I remember... I was like, I'm pretty sure this came out in the summer, so it makes sense that definitely. Um, I associate it with a lot of. Um, I'll tell you something else. I was doing a lot of at the time was uh, skateboarding. Yeah, yeah. 
So I associate it with that a lot. Yeah. This was on many, many times on yeah. a boom box at the curb, you know, right. where we were skating and yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. And this so this one again, like gives the nod to like you know, hard rock and, and, of and go, yeah. people by starting with a, a sample from a Cheap Trick at Budokan. Which is awesome. Yeah. Um, by that time, of course, I was already a Cheap Trick fan. Yeah, yeah. So that was an amazing yeah, opener. Little, uh, yeah, yeah. And then the and then the beat in that is from this old, the, the song is Jimmy James. Yeah. It's an old uh, Jimi Hendrix song from when he was called Jimmy James, which I don't think I ever actually heard any of that stuff no, before me this. Definitely I don't even not. think. No, no. I don't even think subsequently I've gone back and, and listened. I've never heard it. I mean, you know, I mean, other I mean, I've heard this, of course, yeah, but yeah. I've never heard the Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, I, maybe I did it or, hear it at one point, and I just don't. Yep, I um, um, I initially thought that the song was about Jimmy Smith. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they have a thing with him too, yeah, you know. But yeah. um, yeah, that what an opener, you know, yeah. having having Robin Zander on the beginning of it, and yeah, yeah, awesome. So then the next song uh, was Funky, Funky Boss. Boss, amazing. And this one's one of these where, yeah, you're listening to it and you're like, is this a sample or is this actually them playing? As it turns out, it is. This, uh, that, that, I don't know what the, what it is. It, I don't even know if it's a sample. I don't yeah. know if it's one of them, but the, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just yeah. fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, uh. So I think in this era, they were probably, you know, like you said, this is the first sort of West Coast sounding record. Uh, this is the first one where, yeah, I can feel the, I can hear the, kind of hear the California in it, you know, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, and it didn't hurt that the videos were all shot in yeah, those like neighborhoods out of, there and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And um, what is it? The the past the mic video with all the skateboarding yeah. in it is a very California thing yeah. and yep. playing dominoes <laughs> in the rain and all that. So, um yeah, I agree. It's a summer record, and it's fittingly, I guess, yeah. a California record yeah, too. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so I remember. Then, do you remember at the time? I I kind of remember at the time. Um, people being bummed out about it. Yeah. Being yeah. not sounding like New York City enough yeah, or something yeah. like they sold yeah. out or whatever. Right. And, um, that never was an issue for me. I was never bothered by that in any way. I thought it was fucking great. Yeah, not at all. I kind of said, well, I want them to go other places and make a record that sounds like that place, too. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. In, the, in the 90s, too, I was getting into, uh, through, I don't even know what, you know, just through whatever I was listening to, and then going back and finding their influences. But yeah, yeah, I had course. started getting into funk and some of this yep. uh, stuff like Jimmy McGriff, the, the organ Okay, sure, stuff. yeah, yeah, and... Um, you know, I think that the Beastie Boys have a funk thing yeah, in, yeah. in across the board from oh, the yeah. instrumental stuff yeah. to the yeah. and for sure they put me onto most of the funk stuff that yeah. I ever got any real knowledge of came from yeah. finding out from them about it probably. Yeah. yeah. So then the next song is so the next song is Gratitude, which begins oh, with that awesome. amazing overdriven bass line. Yeah, awesome. Um, and now so when you get to this point on the record, you're like, "Is this a? Are they playing this music? Like, right, there, yeah. Because these don't. This doesn't sound like anything sampled. It sounds like a live band. That's that's essentially what a lot of these songs are. Yeah, and and it's, that of course is. Um, I don't think their intent was to do it. Um, how do I put it? That used to be. I mean, maybe it still is. Probably. Um, used to be one of the main gripes you would hear people. I don't like rap music because it's not real music. Right. They don't play instruments. Yeah. 
and it was almost like the the middle finger to that. Yeah. But, but I don't yeah. think that's what they did on yeah, purpose. Yeah, yeah. I think they just were a punk band and they decided yeah. we should play some of these songs. Yeah. Um, but I would argue that they do that make make a rap record around real instruments better than anybody else yeah. ever in yeah. the history of anything yeah, yeah amazing and that video that's the pompeii video yeah, isn't it yeah. which is just fucking yeah. insane yeah it's a, so if you, the listener if you've never seen the video for this and if you're also familiar pink with floyd. pink floyd live at pompeii um check out check, check look for this video because it's a, a an homage, homage to that video to that, right and um and it's and it's just an amazing song this is sort of the first sort of like message song where they because well and it's also i think i would say it's the first beastie boys song that isn't a rap song that's right a, that's a traditionally styled if you want to call it rock song yeah yeah that isn't a punk song yeah yeah definitely. it's just a song yeah and yeah. um another interesting thing about it was when i first heard it i was blown away i couldn't believe what a great song it was and immediately all the hallmarks of what I was nerding out about with like prog bands and stuff started to pop up. Like, it wasn't just that he played the bass. Right. In the real bass on the song, the tone. Oh yeah, it's nasty. Um, I, were you here, or I don't remember when it was, Guy and I have had this conversation before about the difference between a person who's a, um, like for instance, a person who's a guitarist yeah. versus a person who plays the guitar right being two different things mm -hmm. and the idea being that well the person who plays guitar yeah doesn't necessarily know how to tune a guitar right he could play it though right right but he probably is a tech <clears throat> that plays right. It, right yeah um and immediately as a music nerd i was like oh these guys can all tune ah. instruments these guys are musicians they're right. not guys that hey dude why don't you just hit this drum for this track like <laughs> right. he's, mike d's a drummer yeah, yeah. Um, I remember the first time I saw him in Modern Drummer and being just blown away yeah, by yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Like Mike D's a drummer that yeah. rules. Yeah, yeah, kind of proud for him that he's yeah, been well, and, and kind of also for the fact that, like I said, it wasn't just oh the kid in the rap band can play the drums. The kid in the rap band can play a old ass beat up set of right. drums from the seventies that are tuned out so well that they yeah. will blow you out of the room. They sound to me. Yeah. It was so good and Yauk's bass yeah. thing is so slinky and they were they weren't just it wasn't a gimmick, I guess right. is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it wasn't a gimmick that they could play instruments. Yeah. They could play. Yeah. yeah. And now the next song is Lighten Up, which is now sort of the first one of these sort of like Mantra E. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really Yeah, it's got the, the um, it's like a repetitive some organ organ-y and um, I don't know what kind of uh, very spiritual yeah. kind of thing yeah. yeah yeah. and that's just there's not is there lyrics in that besides lighten up yeah lighten shine up. like the sun yeah. dun, dun, dun. Not, not a lot but right. I think uh, you know far be it from me to, to try to tell you what the Beastie Boys were yeah. up to at the time. But right, I get right. the distinct impression there may have been marijuana cigarettes involved in some of these <laughs> tracks. Yeah. Uh, so then, so now the next song, we Finger Licking oh Good, sort of harkens back to sort of that classic, like a, a <laughs> Hold It Now, Hit It, He's Crap, oh, it, it, the new style. Boy, type, uh, what a great song. Yeah. Um, the rhyme is sick. It's yeah. so fast. Yeah. Um, That's what they're, they're best at is that. Uh, fast, yeah, and, yeah. You know, there, there's fast rappers that after that, obviously, but the Beastie Boys mastered that 
Oh, it's it's um the part I'm thinking of is the um without talking over each other and it's it's pretty amazing and I think it's overlooked with them. Yeah, I mean just yeah, that one to this day is mind-bogglingly fast. It's yeah. crazy how fast it is like yeah. trying to keep up with Mike D when he's <laughs> growing onions and he's yeah. got bigger buds than your man Paul Bunyan and all that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there's actually a part in it that that I can't. I've never been able to do. I yeah. can probably speak it, but yeah. it's Which just so fast. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember what part it is, and I don't want to take too long on it. Um, yeah. It's one of MCA's parts. And all, I can't think of it. Yeah. If it comes to me at some point, right. I'll bring okay. it back up. Okay. But there's a part in it that I've rewound the you know CD and stuff. Yeah hundreds of times over right. the years trying to do it and I yeah. can't I, it's just crazy um, yeah a great song a classic top right. three song maybe for yeah. the record yeah uh, so what you want classic yeah. uh, probably a little overplayed for a yeah. lot of people yeah. maybe even for me sometimes yeah. but not a hater at all I think yeah. it's an amazing amazing song that has song. a cool video the, the video the woods with the yeah where they're just wandering around in the woods with yeah. the dress like um, lumberjacks yeah. and whatnot. yeah uh, the biz versus the nude which is <laughs> Basically, just the Bismarck Bismarcky rapping over uh, a Ted Nugent song, yeah. which is yeah. Uh, um, but again, um, the Biz kills it. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah, and I also love that it, it returned on various occasions, at least in the form of the. They got a lot of mileage out of the sample of uh, Biz saying. The Beatsy Boys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's it. Opened yeah. many shows. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. of Definitely. course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Classic. Good uh, shit. Time for living. Oh, again with the. Uh, oh well, we're back to punk now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and. Uh, Although that's that's probably the first, punk song on, like a post. And it doesn't know. sound anything like Sonic Producer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, 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 yeah. Which actually they sampled, right? <laughs> yeah. Isn't I think the so. Sonic Producer sample on? On the on the Paul's boutique yeah, record, yeah, yeah. So um, fittingly enough, and yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm not. Yeah. That's not a complaint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, something's got to give. Again, with the hippie. Yeah. <laughs> they were piecing out. Man. Yeah. And they were. Yeah, that was one of the sort of those. This early. is the first one where they're really starting to break ways with who they used to. Be. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Even to them, this is where they stopped. I think really trying to acknowledge a lot of that stuff. Yeah. They felt a little like knuckleheads or yeah. whatever. Yep. Uh, the Blue Nun, which is the... Awesome, uh, yeah, about the wine. Yeah. Uh, then, you know what? I later found out, man, that that's a record. Yeah, my brother has that record. No way. Uh, I've never seen one. Yeah, but, yeah uh, he found I, one at one point. Peter Seychelles. Or, yeah, or, like um, Guide to Fine Living. Yeah. Or, yeah, and uh, what's interesting about that is I, I legitimately want to hear it. Yeah, Not yeah. just because of the connection right. here, um, <laughs> but it, it, I'll have to say it's the wine. <laughs> uh, Stand Together. Which is another one of the these songs. Yeah. Mark songs, yep. Yep. Uh, Pow, which is instrumental. Yeah, which is awesome. Always look forward to those. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, on various instruments, I've always enjoyed playing with them. Yeah, yeah. Playing, putting the instrumental up really loud in the yeah, room and playing, playing, playing along with it. Yeah, yeah. Fun. Uh, the Maestro, that's oh, pretty awesome. Oh, my God, the favorite. Um, and that's another one of these. It's a, it's a hip-hop song. It's a rap song, but they're... And that's the one that, that has the sample from uh, the guy calling the Paul's Boutique phone right. number. Yeah. Um, and it's also the one that um, uh, Necro Butcher from Mayhem yeah. quoted to me oh, really? when I met him. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was awesome. He was uh, signing somebody else's book. Yeah. And 
he was telling the guy a story about the guy had said you know how come you guys didn't play such and such a festival right and he's like and then this guy says he's going to take all the money and uh, we have to play him for free so i says fuck you my man <laughs> and then for whatever reason he looked up from the book right at me yeah and i said um i don't care about you anyhow <laughs> and he he went this is the Beastie Boys. Introduction to song is called the Maestro. And then he went back to signing the black metal record. And I was like, fucking Necro Butcher is my spirit animal. He also uh, later did an Amoeba Records, What's in My Bag? Yeah. Where half of it is him talking about the Beastie Boys. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, so he's funny. just a massive fan, which I think is amazing. Yeah. Um, and that song, yeah. not just that <coughs> intro, which is amazing, but the yeah. song itself is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, Groove Holmes. Yeah. Which is another one of these instrumentals, which yep. is obviously named after uh, Richard Groove Holmes. Yes. Yep. Um, again, the instrumentals, always appreciated those. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Live at PJ's. Uh, this, is a, this is also a cool, I think there's a cool in the game Live at PJ's record. Oh, is there? Yeah, yeah. In fact, isn't there a sample of that I think so. in that? Yeah, okay. Um, Mark on the Bus. Which is, uh, <laughs> oh, man. I love it. That sounds like. Love it. One of those like late night sort of. Yeah, it reminds me of. Um, it always reminds me of Nettie's girl. Yeah, yeah. You know where he's just kind of talk and ramble about right. mock on. Yeah. Get off the bus. Yeah, that that's amazing. Yeah. I always love that stuff. Yep. And then one of the best songs on the record, I think, is the next one, Professor Booty. <laughs> I think it's Booty. Yeah, which yeah. again goes back to uh, the rhyming and stealing the, uh, you know, pirate yeah. theme stuff. Yeah, again with the pirates and the. Um, <laughs> The the it's got a classic sort of um, it feels like that early stuff too yeah. a little bit to me yeah. so yeah classic yeah, great song uh, in three is another one of the awesome instrumentals love it yep and then the last song uh, Namaste right yeah yeah um, th this is like where Yauk started to exert his supernatural uh, yeah. Hindu powers over right. everybody <laughs> with it yeah um, which is awesome yeah you know to see. Who, who arguably started out as the filthiest, scariest one. Right. Actually, let's be honest about it. He was the only one of them that was scary at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, You would want to fight Yauk, right? <laughs> He'll break a bottle over your head. The other two would be stand behind him going, you get him, Yauk, right? Um, and yeah. he turned into the epic yeah, peace the, dude. But, yeah, um, that's funny. We did a, uh, a um, what do you call it, lip sync contest at, in high school. Right after uh, Ill, uh, right after the first record license to Ill, when I was in high school, and you did it. Yeah, and what, I, I was jam? I was MCA. Awesome. We did uh, rhyming and stealing. You're right. There's there's a video of it somewhere that uh, uh, someone I graduated with uh, has. So I, I need to track that down. But yeah, because I had a leather jacket already. <laughs> so well, would, that, yeah, like I was saying in high school, I when I got into the Beastie Boys, I had been into what was at the time considered underground metal. Yeah, you know, right. like Slayer was an underground right. band. Yeah. Slayer, Exodus, all that stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this kid in the rap band like <laughs> has my clothes on. Right. He's got the ripped jeans and the white sneakers and yeah, the yeah. leather jacket. And I was like, that was the I, probably one of the linchpins of becoming such a huge fan was that immediately I identified with, oh, these guys are me. Yeah, yeah. Of and Which, of course, is not true at all right. in the end, but... Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, What's up next is uh, Ill Communication. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to wow. say, too, so after this record... Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they toured, finally. Yes. And this tour, 
you know, came through Boston. And yeah, I started, the uh, Axis. I think. Axis or yeah. uh, Avalon with uh, fire hose. Yeah, which somehow I, d- I don't recall how it's even conceivable that I didn't. Yeah. See that right. because I love fire hose. Yeah, yeah. And obviously I'm a hardcore Beastie Boys fan. Yeah. But I remember there being the show and not going to it. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I'm sure it was amazing. You were. Yeah. It was. It was. Right? That was probably one of the best shows of anyone I've seen. I think ever. Ever. Because they, they were doing all this, mixing all this stuff together and actually playing. Right. These and songs were they live. playing instruments? Yeah, they're playing instruments. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, what was the crowd response like at the time? Were the I think people were psyched because because, at that point. You know, hardcore people, hip-hop people, and in the 90s, all that stuff kind of meshed. You know, you could go to yeah, like the festivals yeah. and stuff had, you know... I just, I'm trying to remember the what the... Like I said, I do remember some people being bummed out on, ah, it sounds like California, right. and, you know, um, honestly, it sounds pretentious, but a lot of the knuckleheads that, lit, like, took Fight for Your Rights seriously yeah. and stuff were dropping so they, off. Yeah, they it wasn't, off. It was yeah, too exactly. smart now. Yeah, so that's why I think um, it was it was, it was was real fans. Which I was amped about. Yeah. I was really watching them. But like I, I said to you earlier, it was maybe the only rap band yeah. I've ever considered, like, a prog thing almost yeah. in its own way, which yeah. I don't think they right, right. think of that, but they just progressed and yeah. changed constantly. And... Yeah. and at that time, a lot of people were upset about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I thought they were. I think they were psyched because they were now playing to their exact audience. You know, it was it was definitely there. Yeah, and they their still. People. Would you agree that uh, no matter what they ever did, they were always a punk band? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and you know, had that in there. I watched the Intergalactic video and it's right. a punk band. Yeah, you know? so yeah, yeah, which is amazing. Let's. Yeah. How do you? In, in one of the tightest controlled scenes of what is and isn't true and what is and isn't cool, yeah. to maintain your cred in that across decades of every genre of music is right. incredible. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Nobody with any real knowledge about <laughs> punk rock would ever, ever tell you that the BC Boys were sellouts. Or right, yeah. They're as punk as it gets, no yeah. matter what they did. And that's, maybe nobody else, I can't think of anybody else I could yeah. give that credit to. Yeah. And they that that night too they did a uh, fire hose came out and they covered uh, sophisticated bitch the, the public enemy song George Hurley yeah yeah you know like <laughs> wow uh, and then I saw them I don't know if it was the same tour or if it was the uh, for the, from the next record but they played at UNH with uh, Rollins band awesome and uh, the Lynch Mob who was like a yeah nice, yeah nice cute, remember uh, the Lynch Mob yeah. yeah. So yeah, they, and so they were now a, a great live band, and they, you know, they, awesome, yeah. you, you know, when you listen to this record, the, the, this re- the one we were just talking about, check your head, it, it sounds like, you know, I, I feel like I'm in the studio with them. Oh yeah, like, that record like is so picture, live. Yeah, it's very. It's live the classic sounding. thing you hear about a lot of metal and punk records, and people, go, oh, it sounds like they just played together in the room. Yeah, that's what the whole record sounds like. Yeah. They just did this. Yeah, and which was revealed on the, you know, in the vinyl. Well, it's probably in there too. But yeah. In the gatefold with that picture of the studio. Yeah, you like, can oh, picture the drums the, yeah, and the, shit, the, the three plywood boots with yeah. the bikes where they sing, and you're yeah. like, yeah. It reminded me of this, what's that Neil Young record that's the album cover is them in the barn? Oh, uh. Ragged uh, Glory. Ragged Glory. You know, where they're just, you're just yeah. in this fucking plywood studio. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. awesome, yeah. yeah. Very much that vibe, which yeah. was awesome. That's another thing to point out, too, I think, is the Beastie Boys, to me, no matter what they did, whether it was hip-hop or whatever it's a band yeah yeah definitely. in the way that 
I mean, we kind of run DMC as to even though they yeah. don't play instruments, they're right. a band, yeah. you know, in a way. Yeah. But. And, uh, and, and, and then sequencing records, you know, they're just the master of, oh, of that. Oh, yeah. Um, well, like I said, with every record, any song randomly gets played. Yeah. I can immediately go to the, what, what the next song is. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is nuts. Yeah. They all play out like that, the records. All play out. Yeah. As a one big whole. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So the next record uh, is Ill Communication, which I, you know, arguably could arguably could be almost a little better than Check Your Head. And I almost, I it has agree. this, and again, so this has sort of the same feel as uh, Check Your Head or same kind of songs. Yeah. But it feels like a New York, it almost feels like it's back to being a New York uh, Agreed. record. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, it. It's kind of like they went back to New York and they took all the shit they liked about California with them, but it yeah. was still New York again. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was also the first time I really was cognizant of the idea of the Beastie Boys as rappers in the sense that they would hang around necessarily with other rappers. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, it totally made sense <clears throat> to me. I knew how tight they were with Run DMC and all right. that. Yeah. But the fact that modern rappers would right. be hanging around with them was a weird thing because I just thought of the Beastie Boys never as a rap they're just yeah. a, this weird one off yeah band. yeah right you know so um, some of the appearances that started to happen on the records and stuff kind of made them more solidly part of that hip hop camp yeah yeah definitely while they yet still again you know hip hop too every genre they touched they have the respect of yeah. the people of that genre yeah there's no genre people go the Beastie Boys aren't Right. Hip hop. Oh, yeah, they're not yeah. punk. They're not this. <laughs> you know, I guarantee there's a Latin percussion guy out there that's like, oh, yeah, I'm down. Those guys are total. Yeah. You know, yeah, of course. Yeah. So that's amazing to me is how pure that is. Yeah. That they really are just very musical. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, awesome. This record, I think, maybe better than the previous record yeah. shows that. It, yeah. Such a seamless, the way that the samples are seamless on Paul's Boutique. Yeah. The genre bending on it is so seamless that you no longer even kind of know that it's happening. It yeah, just sounds yeah. like the Beastie yeah, Boys. Yeah, it sounds like one. Yeah, you expect <laughs> Which is crazy. it to be. Yeah, um, yeah, it's n nothing would sound out of place. Like the, the uh, yeah, there's no song we go. Oh, that's the uh, Bossa Nova one. Yeah, the, it, every song is just yeah, like Heart Attack Man. Why would that? What? Shouldn't be on there necessarily, yeah, but it fits well, perfectly. There's a, there's on a there. punk rock song on here which fits <laughs> perfectly and. Uh, some of these want now that, that, let's start at the beginning right sure shot yeah. which is insane yeah yeah awesome a yeah. classic yeah. uh yeah that's like a perfect beastie boys song absolutely it's got the it's kind of like a pass the mic vibe yeah, to yeah. it where they're going to call each other out by name yeah and yeah talk yeah. about how sick they are and <laughs> um and and much to my eternal amusement the beastie boys definition of what makes one a sick ass motherfucker is always very entertaining to me like where some other rapper might be like I've got three Glock pistols yeah. and 14 Benzes you know Mike D's like I put jelly on my toast right oh, like she's that's the cheese and I'm the macaroni <laughs> like or yeah or uh, <laughs> you know like I got he doesn't have mad firepower like the US military but he's got mad beats like you know uh whoever some celebrity from the past that right. nobody knows about anymore yeah. like you're like oh damn until Mike D dropped that rhyme 
I didn't even know that would be considered <laughs> sick. Right, right. But yeah, again, they're very <clears throat> much in their own world about. Yeah. It's not about cars and drugs and money and um, gangs, or it's not about any of the other things that I would associate with a lot of other hip-hop right. music that was um, in terms of what that particular... You know, all, all the gold chains, right. maybe, as a status. Of, right. The Beastie Boys were like, check, you know what would be sick? A Volkswagen hubcap. <laughs> right. That, yeah, exactly. You know, and... Yeah. The fact that it's kind of like what Ace Frehley said earlier, if you really believe it, if it's not a gimmick, yeah. you can get away with it. Yeah, like, of course. Like if somebody stepped up and said, bitch, I have a $7 million necklace on. Is that a Volkswagen hood ornament? <laughs> Mike D would convince that dude why that was so sick. That yeah. dude wants to go get one. Right, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I always loved that aspect of them, that they had their own world of what was cool, and what yeah. was cool or not cool outside of that didn't mean anything. Right. Which yeah, is they're cool. celebrating them. It's so yeah. bold and yeah, yeah, um, kind of like a rush thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what we do. If you don't like it, it's okay. <laughs> right. But we think this is badass. Yeah. I remember um, Bron Daler from Mastodon saying when they said, "Well, you guys made a concept album about Moby Dick. Is that because you're intellectuals?" Right. And he said, "No, no. It's because we're nerds and we <laughs> think that's badass." <laughs> right. Yeah. It's that. It's yeah. like, yeah, this is what's cool to yeah. us and. I adopted a lot of that, you know. Oh, yeah. It became I mean, like a white castle. Yeah. Gourmand, you know, <laughs> of course. Yeah. And then this record, yeah, goes right from that to a hardcore song, Tough awesome. Guy, which is about like a tough guy <laughs> on the basketball court. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, love, always love the hardcore songs. There's, yeah. there's this record is rife with some of the best ones. I yeah. Um, and again, seamless from yeah. one genre to another. Yeah, it doesn't make. Yeah, it doesn't like this song. It's not jarring perfectly. at all. If anybody else, like if if um, if Van Halen ever put out a record where it was a rock song, then a doo-wop song, yeah. then a classical cut, then a country song, people would be like, fuck this record. Right, right. These guys literally do whatever they want yeah. with impunity. Yeah, and it and works. And it's brilliant. Yeah. Yep. And then the next song is B-Boys, Make Him With The Freak Freak. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Which has that great stand-up bass, uh, yeah. bass line in it. I don't know if that's a sample or if that's MCA. Because there's a I don't picture know either. of the picture inside the, the, the booklet here. Is with uh, the, yeah. I don't know. That, playing one, so. Again, you know, the Beastie Boys are, that's an interesting thing because they're, they could play instruments, they, they but they use samples too. Yeah, they, yeah. And they never make a big deal out of, yeah, well, oh, we played this or we didn't right. play. It's yeah, always just, just this to, was our record. Yeah. Yeah. I think the last record is all, um, all instruments, but it's, and it sounds like samples, I think. Right. I don't know. Um, the next one is Bobo on the corner. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And now, oh, Root Down. Is yeah, Root a, Down, uh, yeah. An epic yeah. masterpiece yeah, of yeah. genius, Definitely. right? Definitely. Um, uh, get It Together, which is another That's one. a good one. I yeah. mean, it's getting to be a little bit... They got to the point where they were kind of... I agreed 100% with yeah. all their peaceful ideas. Right. But I didn't really need them to tell me about it right, anymore. Right. Like, I get it, yeah. you know, but... I get they're trying to spread the message, yeah. so whatever. And that had a uh, Q-tip from a Tribe Called Quest, isn't it? Which, you know, um, arguably, Guy would tell you is like an apex moment. Yeah. Which yeah. it really kind of is, too. Is that with... Um, the phone is ringing. Oh yeah. Oh, my God. Ooh, yeah. Get yep. it together. Yeah. yeah. Um, they... That was... Uh, I never saw that coming, did you? Yeah. Q-tip? No. Nope. I never occurred yeah. to me that those guys would be down with those guys. Right. Yeah. And of course, it's brilliant. That, yeah. Yeah. It fits yeah. perfectly on there. 
And then Sabrosa, which I think is one of the instrumentals, right? Yep. Uh, <laughs> so the this one, the <laughs> this would be a great picture of us trying to read the yeah, back like of this, this fucking so CD. Fucked. So the the back of the uh, Check Your Head record, <laughs> the font is huge. Yeah. But this one, it's tiny. It's tiny. So. Oh, we skipped Sabotage. Oh yeah, Sabotage. Which is crazy. Oh that right. Was a yeah. Massive hit. Is right? that what I said, Sabrosa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said Sabrosa, which is two songs next song I literally yeah. I literally got a text message earlier today that, that I'm going to read it this to you this is Sabrosa no I'm gonna, I'll read this to you this, uh, this will make sense to what's going on right here Christian you are overdue for your eye exam please call <laughs> us to set up an appointment at Vision Works yeah you better do so, that because yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing glasses right now and I can't read this shit um, then Sabrosa yeah and then the update oh the update which yeah. is terrific yeah um and then following that is one of my favorites is Futterman's Rule. Oh, yeah. Which is a weird one. You know, I always like those weird ones that yeah. aren't necessarily, you know, there's a bunch of them at the end of Paul's Boutique. Yeah. All those. Yeah. Oh, like Nettie's. Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Nettie's Girl. Uh, my friend Ian Robinson and I. Yeah. I was telling you earlier, we used to drive around both New York City and Boston. Yeah. Literally as a thing to do. Like, it wasn't we were bored and we had nothing else to do. Right. It wasn't, it was a case of, hey, what do you want to do today? Why don't you pick me up? We'll drive around in the van. I used to have this Dodge Caravan that was like pimped out. It was Mac. It was like a Bose audio system, yeah. and leather and air conditioning and everything. Right. I would pick him up. We would get huge, huge iced coffees. Yeah. And we would literally drive around all day for eight hours stopping for food and stuff, but, and just listen to Beastie Boys records and dissect them. Yeah endlessly over and over and over again nice. and um he by none is is the master of like every detail of every little thing right. everywhere yeah and Nettie's girl was one that we it's hard to believe how much we dissected it especially when you realize how ignorant right. the song is there's yeah. nothing there yeah it's, it's terrible. but they have that effect on me and this album is one that's so loaded with lyrical shit to figure out what it's about yeah you were talking about it earlier too about trying to decipher like what are they talking about what right. does that even mean yeah um, so you go and discover that stuff you go you, and find out and I mean what guy, was the one you were talking about earlier that, that Ian mentioned about oh the, the Wonderama Snake Can winner right yeah. so what, what, what's that song from um, I'm a Wonderama Snake Can winner with a big bob and a TV dinner <laughs> I'm the one that won that dance contest because you know I dance the best. What song is that? It's on the Five Burrows. It's yeah. Mike D. Ryan. Right. And I'm like, it, it was hysterical. This is one of our van trips. We're driving around drinking coffee. That rhyme comes on, and I go, "What the fuck is a Wonderama snake can winner?" <laughs> and like, like it's nothing because he grew up in New York right. City. Yeah. He goes, "Oh, it's a public television thing in New York," and I'm like, "What?" And he goes, "Yeah, when I was a little kid in the '70s." There was a show called Wonderama, and at some point during the show, the kids would have to open this can, like a like a tennis ball can, and the kid that opened the can that had that pop-out snake in it was the Wonderama snake can winner. Hmm. You know, and it's crazy, like, why do I know that now? Right, because right. of the Beastie Boys. Yeah, but yeah. Why did the Beastie Boys think this should be on a multi-platinum right. record? Yeah, like we were saying, though, that was 
that was what they were into. Is and, and if they had grown uh, grew up around New England, yeah, they'd be talking about Zoom. And yeah, and creature double feature, or, yeah, you know, yeah. the movie Loft. <laughs> Dana Herzog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, it would definitely be a Dana. Actually, idea. it's interesting is they do have like a connection to around here with the Carvel cake thing. Yeah, you know about yeah, that? Yeah, where the that guy would approach Ad Rock and say that the guy who owned Tom Carvel was his uncle. Oh, no. I and they were going to need his permission story. if they wanted to use Cookie Puss. Cookie Puss because of the cake. Oh. And uh, there's a story about it that Ad Rock tells. Right. I've seen Ad Rock tell. Right. But um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's places in the country where people like cook, Cookie right. Puss is a real thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. Right. It's a cake? What are we talking about? <coughs> yeah, it's very regional, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Flute Loop. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, love it. Uh, do it. What is uh? Do I'm it. Sure what it is? That's the one that has uh, Bismarck. I haven't put this on in so long. Well, I have to put this on yeah. at some point. Yeah. This record has so much on it too. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah, it's a, it's a long, long record. In the good news, I can't read this book either. <laughs> uh, the question. Do it. How's do it go? It's uh. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, all right. I don't want to embarrass yeah, so, myself on this. No, side. so I guess one of the, for me, one of the more forgettable ones. I, is, is do it. I guess, yeah. yeah which, yeah. Uh, Ricky Scene. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Hard Attack Man, one of the best ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Maybe. That's one of the hardcore songs. I mean, maybe, yeah, the whole Beastie Boys catalog, yeah. maybe one of the best. De- top. Top five songs. Yeah, and, and Ricky's theme, that might be one of my favorite of the Yeah, those that's awesome, too. Heart attack, heart attack, man. <laughs> you know, my man, he goes pretty hefty. The Scoop. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Shambhala. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, the Bodhisattva Vow. Yeah. Awesome. I mean... This is where they <sighs> mixed, like, the uh, Gregorian chanting with uh, beats. Yep. And uh, transitions. Yep. Yeah, I mean, this I is would like argue the, the MCA. It's like the side. If this was like on, yeah, you know, it's like MCA solo four. record. Yeah. Oh, imagine how sick it would be if they had Beastie Boys solo records, like the Kiss ones, with just their faces <laughs> on them, but no makeup, but painted right. by the same guy. That would be brilliant. Um, you know what? I feel like it's a more sophisticated check your head. Yeah, yeah. Type yeah. of a thing. Yeah. Probably it's superior. Yeah. Um, even though. That that's one of my favorites too. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, Heart Attack Man alone is sell, will sell it to me. Yeah. Tough guy. Yep. We boys making with the freak freak. We'll chat that that has that sample. I'm gonna. St- <laughs> oh, I knew yeah. this was gonna be this that kind, kind of, of party. I'm gonna stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Um, yeah. Classic. So, yeah. I first bought that. I bought it on a cassette, and the cassette was green. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I still have it. I, I think my Paul's it. boutique one was a blue one. Like oh that. really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So after this record, uh, Hello Nasty, which was uh, yeah, which four years later. Uh, it's in here there it is. And we were, we were talking about this one before as maybe their worst record, which isn't, isn't to say it's a bad record, obviously. Right. Um, um, I would say it's the one I go back to the least. Yeah, yeah. Um, although if I get on a kick with the videos from it right. online I yeah. might watch a bunch of them yeah. they're good and as we started going through it, 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 it and the first song the opening track is a, definitely a complete classic super disco break and it's yeah. Yeah. 50 cups of coffee and you know yeah. it's on yeah it's got a catchy hook break a breaking dawn yep um, 
And then, you know, it's a little too, um, I don't know what the word is. I can't describe it. It's not DIY enough. It's not right. punky enough in, in that regard where it's still punky, but, but not um, like the, it feels like a produced, like a record. Yeah. Like yeah. a product of that. Like someone said, hey, guys, put out a, uh, I don't know. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't have that feeling like they made it in the basement anymore right. for some reason. But yeah. it, it's amazing shit on it. Super Disco Breaking is awesome. Yeah. Um, remote Control. Remote Sonic Control. Body Sonic Man, yeah. Body Moving is amazing. Yeah, and Intergalactic, that was the Yeah, oh, the video is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, three MCs and one DJ. Yeah. We'll be getting down with no delay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so yeah, it is. Oh, negotiation limerick file. Yeah. Yep. Electricity. So, see, it's crazy. It, we're like, that's not that good. But right. now we're like, oh, it's really fucking good. <laughs> um, again, would they follow the blueprint? Oh, right. No pun intended. Of Paul's boutique with the lyrics being just right. stream of consciousness. Yeah, one long. <laughs> that yeah. reading is out of the question. Yeah, I would never be able to read that again. At um, this point. Yeah. So overall, definitely not my favorite. But yeah, again, I, they didn't. They never made a bad record. Yeah, I could yeah. put it on and be totally happy with right. it right now. So yep. And then after this, they did the uh, the five boroughs, which came out. Uh, yeah, that's a tight record, man. Six years later, yeah. So yeah, this record was one that I spent. Uh, me and Ian did a lot of time in the van with this yeah. record. Yeah. Um, check it out. Right, right now, now, three the hard way. Yeah. Uh, Time to build, yeah. Rhyme the rhyme well, I mean. And who produced, is this one that they did themselves? This one, I, I didn't spend that as much time on this one. Let's see. Mixed by Super Engineer. Beastie Boys and John Weiner. Yeah. Uh, Mixmaster Mike is, oh, the, right, is right. the turntablist. Yep. Um, everything else is, you know, them. Right. Yeah. Um, and it, it has, um, again, with some of the great videos right. for this one. Um, the videos have always been so entertaining. Yep. And, and I would argue that it's got a ton of classic stuff on yeah. it. It's just yeah. great. Um, this is the one with the Wonderama snake can winner. As a yeah, yeah. Fact. Um, <laughs> the brouhaha. <laughs> oh, man. The crawl space. I remember people being bummed out on that one. Yeah, remember that why one? is that? Yeah. In the crawl space. It's oh, like a, right. oh, yeah. It's got like a, I don't know what the effect is, almost like a phaser effect yeah. or something on the vocal. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> I think it's awesome. Yeah. Up in the crawl space. Open letter to New York City is amazing. Yeah. Shazam. All lifestyles, all shapes and forms. Hmm. That's it. That's all. Hey, fuck you. How are you going to go wrong with a song called <laughs> Hey, Fuck You? Yeah. Classic. Nice. Good record. Um, the mix-up. Yeah, love so it. That's the an instrumental. That's an instrumental record, yeah. And um, here it is. This this one has some really amazing shit on it too. Um, are you familiar with this one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, off the grid is my favorite for yeah. sure. Yeah, um, this uh, this and I, I've made some playlists with you know a lot of stuff from this mixed in with the instrumentals from the other records and. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, it, definitely. It, it, they do this stuff well. You know, oh, I love it, yeah. And it was so much fun to see them do it live. Yeah. And I always wished that they would um, 
do more of it because we both know that there's hundreds of hours of tape right, and shit right. that they played that they're like, nah, whatever. Right. And I feel like the Beastie Boys are one of the few bands that could literally get away with just call 60 minutes off of yeah. a cassette oh, yeah. onto this shit and I will buy it. Yeah, yeah. Because whatever's in there, yeah. there's some gems yeah, in there. Yeah, jam sessions that they well, come up with this stuff. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, dramatically different. Yeah. Um, kangaroo Rat. Yeah. Yeah. This is great stuff. Um, interesting, too, is that um, this was a point where I remember at shows mm -hmm. people getting upset when they would play the instrumental parts. <laughs> yeah, that seems pretty ridiculous. It does, but it would happen yeah. all the time. Yeah. Like, I would see them. People would go, oh, fuck, they're going to play instruments now. And they would, like, go take a piss, get a right. beer, whatever. Hmm. Yeah, and it was very weird. Yeah, yeah that's weird. I don't know. It was like um, it was like you had to be that level of. Some people, I guess, are just about the rhymes, Ooh, right. you know, about the yeah, the, yeah, the lyrics. Yeah. What was it? Frank Zappa said that how hard it is to sell a record with no lyrics on it. Right. You know, so <laughs> maybe it's true. Yeah. Yeah. So then their last record, uh, the Hot Sauce Committee. Yep. Which is. Um, Man, you know, going out on a high note. Yeah, 2011. I, I'm going to say, for sure. Um, make Some Noise is amazing. <clears throat> and this had Classic the video. Classic sounding we track. Talking about The long-form video of, um, it's called Fight for Your Right Revisited. Yeah. And it starts where Fight for Your Right ended. Right. And it's the songs from this record mm. over a short film. Right, yeah. Um, I think Make Some Noise is the first track in right. it. Um, too Many Rappers yep. with Nas is... Again, you know, the Beastie Boys, and it, it's almost got... That one's, that one's one of the rare times with them because they're always so peaceful and they want right. everyone to get along. It's, it's almost threatening. Yeah, yeah. Right? That might be Nas, though. Right, yeah. You, you know, but... Um, there's a couple of great videos off of this one, too. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Yeah, their videos are always Tadlock's glasses, crazy-ass shit. Yeah, this yeah. is a cool record. Yeah. Yeah. I remember being worried about it. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, no, this gonna, are they going to blow it? Right. And uh, they didn't. No, they didn't. no. It's really good. Um, I think yeah. we all would agree we wish we could hear the Hot Sauce Committee Part 1. Yeah, yeah. Is that something that... No, I don't think yeah. so. I don't yeah. know. Maybe. Just, you know, who yeah. knows? Right, Um right. I, I do think that um, there's a story about it. They did that thing. Did you see where they toured their book and told yeah, all yeah. the stories? Yeah. I think there's a story about why it's called part two. Yeah. Okay. But but I don't believe there's actually a part one. Right. Although if that turns up down the road somewhere, I'll be yeah. I'll be in. Yeah. Um, Beastie Boys, interestingly enough, also one of the bands that um, there aren't a lot of bands that I did this with, but with the Beastie Boys, I went out of my way to collect bootlegs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of bands, like Rush I did too. Yeah, and, yeah. But, you know, I don't have a bunch of, I love Genesis to death. Right. I don't have hardly, I have a handful of right. Genesis bootlegs. The Beastie Boys, I think it's interesting to hear these songs over the same song over many over years in a live performance. Right. How they're, yep. you know, able to still sound that way when they yeah. were 40. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't, like late in their, their era, they, there's a set of them doing a, uh, a bunch of hardcore covers. And I'm sure it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen that show? It's a, sh it's a whole show. It's on YouTube, the one from Amsterdam. 
no. in the nightclub. Oh my God! So yeah. they went to Amsterdam mm-hmm. and and decided to play a warm up show um, before a world tour at a nightclub in Amsterdam. It's right. like this room. Yeah, and it's. Well, absolutely. When we're done with this, you're going to see this clip from yeah. it of them doing um, "Shake Your Rump" oh, nice. because it will blow your mind yeah. how tight it is. I can't even believe it. And 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 right now, I'm I'm want to laugh out loud thinking about it. Just watching this video, going, like, how does the whole world not realize how <laughs> sick these dudes yeah, are? Yeah. They're so talented yeah. and. Mixmaster, uh, I would point out too. Do you agree that they never had a DJ that wasn't be above and beyond like? Oh yeah, definitely. Never had a passable DJ. No, no, not at all. Every DJ they ever had yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Arguably got better as yeah, they went along, maybe. Definitely. Although I had like a soft spot for Hurricane. Yeah. It was yeah. really down at that point. Yeah. But Mixmaster Mike, man. Yeah. He's ignorant. I mean, that's just crazy <laughs> that you can play an instrument like that or oh, a yeah. record player or whatever you play. Mm-hmm. I don't care. People that say that's not musicianship right. are wrong. Yeah. So how do you think their legacy... St- so sadly, a, a year a year or so after uh, Hot Sauce Committee was released uh, at MCA Died, which yeah, was yeah, passed really sad. Right. And that was really, one of those... Really another one of these, like, you know, people like John Lennon die and, and yeah. George Harrison and, you know... These, Kurt Cobain. Yeah. But these people that we sort of came up with like like when Jeff Hanneman yeah. died from Slayer. Oh, that one that hurt. was you know someone I identified Lemmy. with. And, yeah, and and then so this guy was. Oh you know, yeah, he. Um, when he died, it was it, and just because at this point too, he had for years been doing all this sort of positive. Yeah, just a positive force on. Um, just seemed like the like the sweetest guy. In the, oh you know. yeah, just the, you know. Dude, that was like. Um, He's like a monk or something yeah, almost. Yeah. You know, he had that kind of thing. And yep. um, just so phenomenally talented in so many ways yeah. as far as... Yeah. He's one of the sickest MCs of all time. And yeah. he's not one of those guys to me that got better because he died. That's who he was that before yeah. he died. He yeah. was so crazy that... Yeah. Um, it re- that one hurts still now. Yeah, yeah. Like, I still haven't read the book. They they put out the book. Yeah, I have the book. I haven't read it. I haven't read it, and Ian um, got it, and he was asking me if I had read it, and I said no, and he said why, and I said I kind of feel like if I read the book, I have to admit that it's over. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a book now. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm almost like, um, still, still, he's one of the. That's a hurt. That's we've lost a giant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's terrible. And uh, so their legacy for for in music should. Do you think it's it's uh, recognized? Yeah, I think um, I have absolutely no. It, first, I don't really care about the Rock and Roll Hall right. of Fame. Yeah, but absolutely, they belong in the Rock and right. Roll Hall of Fame if there's going to be a Rock and Roll Hall of yeah. Fame. Right. They are, um, I think, cemented as a. At this point, it's classic rock. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh-huh. and I think that um, I don't think the time will ever come where. Anybody that's a white rapper does not have to have somebody at some point tell him to his face that, that the Beastie Boys made it possible or right. something like that. Yeah, you yeah. Know? They'll be attached to breaking genres down right. forever, yeah. I think. Yeah. And I think their records and their influence is going to be huge. I think that's where it's going to be bigger than them being remembered or because we all know, you know, that because of Yauk's uh, 
what do you call his will yep. and all that they can't they never ever can use any Beastie Boys music in a commercial right. purpose yeah so you'll never hear it in the mall or yeah. on a whatever but forever musicians in every genre of music will cite it as an yeah. influence I think yeah you know I mean then when he died the amount of videos that popped up on YouTube of bands that night that played a Beastie Boys oh, right, tribute right. off yeah. the cuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fucking uh, Coldplay. Right, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I think that like the Beatles, a lot of people probably want to punch me out for saying right. something like that, but yeah. I think that like the Beatles, if your band or your favorite band came out after the Beastie Boys, it was yeah. influenced by the Beastie Boys, whether you know it or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's their legacy forever. And yeah. Um, I just hope that the that Ad Rock and Mike D just keep doing something. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. And I've seen them pop yeah. up a few times doing some things that are yeah. pretty funny, and um, mm -hmm. they they keep hinting at doing something. Right. So maybe we'll yeah. see. They're notoriously slow anyway. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, look at the length of the career, and look at the little pile yeah. of records. Yeah, when you look at it, and then you look at the, the years between age 86, yeah. 89, 92, 94, 98. And there's not a lot of bands, I don't think, that have the mm -hmm. fan base that will tolerate. Yeah, waiting. Uh, yeah. We got one record; it's got to last <coughs> us four years. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. um, and I think the other thing that that they'll be remembered for always is the cross pollination, not of just the genres musically, mm -hmm. but of the fan base. Yeah, the fan base. First yeah. shows where I can remember literally. Being at a Beastie Boys show, audience was like being at a festival. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, there were oh, there's some hippies, yeah. some goths, a yeah, metalhead, like like Lollapalooza, or somebody's yeah. dad. Yeah, yeah, and but it was just them. Yeah, and that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so I think they're legends for sure. Cool. All right. Well, uh, thank you for listening, listener. Yeah. And, please. Uh, if you're not a fan of the Beastie Boys, you definitely should be. And, yeah, and, and if you're not a fan and you want to mess with it, just because whatever the first thing you hear is you don't like, don't yeah. give up on it. Yeah. Everything is so dramatically different every 30 <laughs> seconds. It's like uh, they say about the New England weather. Just yeah. skip ahead five or ten seconds yeah. and it'll change. Yeah, and I'll probably throw a, a YouTube playlist oh, together. Oh, God, I'll be retarded. Good songs. Yeah. It'll be huge. <laughs> All right. Thank you.